0: G'day, Coxie.
1: G'day, Waza.
0: Hello, listeners.
1: <laughs> Welcome to the Australian episode of...
0: This is why we don't have our own radio show.
1: I think people wouldn't really dig us, though. <laughs> um, do you own a cat? Me? Yeah, no, it's not a cat, actually. Never mind. Is
0: that, is that my dog pretending to be a cat? It might have been. A thirty-eight kilo black Labrador pretending mm. to be a cat.
1: Mm, just across my eyesight, really. He
0: quickly. does. He does think he's a cat sometimes. Cat dog. He lays on people's laps. Yes, like a cat.
1: The bigger the dog, the more frequently they do it. I know. Would suggest. I know.
0: Mm. We're not talking about lap dogs today, though, are we, Coxie? No, not today. No, we're talking about a different kind of lap dog, which is business coaches.
1: So you consider yourself to be a lap dog? <laughs> I like pats. I like like people
0: patting me on the head and saying, um, well done, was."
1: That doesn't feel condescending to you?
0: Yeah, people don't do that to me. (laughs) Actually, people rarely say thank you to me.
1: Well, you make a good point.
0: Mm. And and, uh, so
1: today, listeners, we decided
0: that given, I think, the growing popularity of tradies getting business coaches, Mm -hmm. business mentors, Mm -hmm. masterminds, One Day Seminars to show you how to revolutionize your tradie business. Woo! (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) uh, We thought we'd actually do an episode on how to get the most out of said business coach or program or whatever Mm. it is that you're either looking at or thought about looking at, or if you haven't thought about looking at it, you should go and look at it.
1: You can, you should.
0: And you will. I don't
1: know why you haven't. Quite frankly, I don't. It's like going into whoa! I suddenly got very loud. It's like playing a team sport. You can't play a team sport without a coach to coordinate. No. Direct. And and assist.
0: Oh, as as a uh, as a business coach for quite a number of years now, mm-hmm. I've probably gotten sick of hearing the stuff that we say in this industry.
1: You have not. You love it. <laughs> it's so wanky. It is a bit.
0: And the sad thing I find about that, Coxie, is that it's so true. Yeah. Top performers all have coaches. They do. And and top performer doesn't mean you're going to the Olympics. It just means that you want to be as good as you can be at your craft or at your sport so or whatever.
1: Really good point that you make there. This isn't coaches aren't just for high-level businesses. So businesses with bunches of employees or you know multi-million dollar turnovers, that's not where coaches fit. Well, they can fit there as well, but yeah, yeah, coaches yeah. are just for a sole trader. Yeah. To help you smash out your goals.
0: If if you want to actually make some money, then instead of just working really hard for nothing or for a shitty wage, then a coach could actually help you achieve that.
1: Fancy that.
0: And if you've been trying to improve things, quote unquote, or (laughs) change things, quote unquote, how many times can I say that? There's a lot of air quotes going (laughs) on in the studio. But if, if you've been trying to do that for more than a couple of years now, Maybe it's time to get an outsider to come and, uh, you know, have a look with a different perspective, really.
1: And it is all about perspective. And how often do you talk to a mate who's a business owner or somebody down the pub, maybe? and you can see their business from a totally different level <laughs> than the person sitting inside the business, right? Yeah. Except and the guy at the pub probably isn't going to give you the advice that you need. <laughs> you might want to find a professional to help you with that. But well, it's someone the, who's not inebriated. Yeah, well, I don't know. I've had some really good ideas after a couple of glasses of wine.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we've implemented a couple of those. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but the point is, um, you know, that that it's, it is that perspective. It's being able to step outside. You know, coaches aren't emotionally invested or financially invested in your business. They are in you as a person and a business mm. owner, mm. but they don't have to make emotional decisions about your business. Whereas you as a business owner, everything's emotional because everything's tied to your home, to your family, to the time you get to spend with people, to the success of you as a person or your own deep self sense of self-worth all of that's tied in together with this business whereas that person that professional who's able to offer you some advice and direction and some leadership where you require it is outside of it enough that they can help without all of that emotion being part of their
0: influence it's it's way less of a reflection on them as a person Mm. than your business is on you as the owner
1: yes very much so
0: and so Succeed or fail, it's not really the end of the world for your coach or your mentor. No. Uh, so, let's get to the point, Coxie. I've got myself a business coach. Great. How do I get the most out of them?
1: You need to start by being open-minded.
0: Okay, so I'll just tell them a few bits and pieces and then they'll fix it for me.
1: No, you need to be open to sharing.
0: What? Like Everything. Everything. Nah, so everything about the business, right?
1: No, everything about life. You as a person, your family, your relationships, your failures, your successes, everything.
0: Yeah, I didn't sign up for that.
1: Well, how can I help you? <laughs>
0: I love our role plays. They're fun. <laughs> <laughs> but how, can,
1: how, can, how is it possible for a coach to help you as a business owner if what we don't know is that you're constantly self-sabotaging or you have a family member that's sabotaging your business because we don't understand the entirety of your life?
0: And it's, it's a bit of a maybe a misconception or a mistake that clients make mm-hmm. is they think it's just business. They think business coaching is just about spreadsheets and marketing strategies and systems. You know, the magical (laughs) systems? Like, I've got myself a coach. They're going to help me put all these systems in place, and that's going to fix my business.
1: No. Can we start with your mindset?
0: Yeah. And I think our listeners are sophisticated enough, Coxie, to know that business, their business is a reflection of them as a person. Absolutely. And that's really... Do you know what? <clears throat> That's where I missed the mark a bit with clients in the early years as a coach myself. Mm, tell me. Is I was afraid to really dig into the more personal aspects of who the person was that was running and leading and influencing the business mm-hmm. and tried to apply all of the stuff, you know, the systems and the spreadsheets and the reporting and uh, the even the team culture and everything, which ironically is about people yes. and about people's mindsets, exactly. But just kind of steered around the business owner stuff, and it took me, it probably took me about six months before I, I, well, not figured out, but actually had the guts as a coach mm. to start calling my clients on their bullshit.
1: It's a good point you make because it isn't easy to call people out on their bullshit, especially because they're not going to believe you. Nine times out of ten, they're going to have been doing this. This is an ingrained pattern, something that's happened their entire life. Yeah. So, for you to stand up and call them out is really difficult. It's, yeah, it's, for both it's, parties. Exactly. It's a really tough conversation for both people involved. But for you as a coach to, A, have identified that in the first place and then, B, tell them something that, A, not going to believe and, B, weren't aware of, is really, really tricky.
0: Mm. So, I think that's, that's definitely a big one is – if clients opened up more, I mean, if you've got a coach (laughs) and you're doing this where you're filtering and feeling like things aren't relevant, therefore you don't share them Mm. or you sort of, sometimes we do it unconsciously. I mean, I've done this with my own coaches over the years. I definitely filter with you, but... uh, (laughs) but. You know, just holding back bits of information mm. or emotional responses you've had to scenarios that your coach is working on with you. If you find you're doing that with your coach or mentor or mastermind group, then you've got some decisions to make.
1: Well, you're doing yourself a disservice. How can your coach, mastermind, mentor help you if you aren't revealing all of those parts of who you are and what you do?
0: So my... my, uh, I would encourage you as a client to either open up and stop filtering or if you're filtering because you don't feel like there's enough of a connection or enough rapport or understanding with your coach or mentor uh, or maybe they just don't get it or you don't respect them enough or whatever makes you feel uncomfortable about sharing that with your coach, then honestly, I think you need to either have that conversation with your coach and tell them, Mm. give them some honest feedback Mm. or get another coach.
1: So can we talk about that? let's unpack this a little bit to use okay. a wanky coachy term.
0: <laughs> I'm i d- I'm gonna keep a tally here. I'm picking up my pen. Okay, you're of, on two of Coxie's and I'm on coachisms. coachisms. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but if we were to delve a little deeper into that, then one would think Yes. I've lost my train of thought. We're delving.
0: I was watching Is that a wankism? You- no. Can I put another tally no, out here? Unpacking would be, unpacking, not delving. So we're unpacking the filtering between you and your coach.
1: No, we're going to step aside from that. We're going to go straight to breaking up with your coach because it's something we both wow. wanted to go for. You're just going so, for the jugular. I am. But you brought it up in that we need to have that difficult conversation sometimes yeah. with our coaches.
0: Because if, if you're filtering, then you're not comfortable. And if you're not it's comfortable, not then the relationship isn't where it needs to be and you either need to get the relationship where it needs to be as the client mm. or... Break up with your coach.
1: So, how many times have we been told in this last 12 months alone, I've just signed up with a different coach before I found you and now I've found you and I realise oh. you offer everything that I need.
0: I'd love to work with you, Nick and Was, but...
1: <laughs> I've got to break up with my coach. Or I'm stuck with this other coach. Because they've signed on to a 12-month contract. Oh. Which we don't do, by the way. We don't. Well, <coughs> I'm a firm believer of the greatest gift for me as a mentor is for somebody to graduate past where we're mm. at. In a relationship. Yeah. So they need to be able to move on whenever they deem that time to arrive.
0: Our job is to make ourselves redundant, right, Coxie? That's
1: right. We don't need to be involved in their business. Once they've got the tools and the know-how, they're good to go. So how do you have that difficult conversation? Is it really all that difficult? Do you not think that your business coach has had the same conversation a hundred times before?
0: <laughs> because it's like there's this weird elephant in the room between coaches and clients. And I know I've, I've, I've wrestled with this over the years myself. And I sh- I'm, well, I won't assume you have, Coxie, but uh, i No, you know, sure I just you... <laughs> go with the jugular. I'm sorry, it's not working for me. It's <laughs> um, not you, it's me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as a coach, you know, as a mentor, mm. it's, uh, we, we face it all the time. You know, oh, it's just
1: part of what we do. If you've
0: been in the business long enough, it's no different to a plumber or a landscaper. You, you don't keep your clients forever.
1: Bada bing.
0: So why is that meant to be any different for a coach? And I feel like some people think that if if a business coach or mentor hasn't retained every single client that they've ever worked with, <laughs> yeah. then somehow they're shit. Yeah, But the reality is good coaches should have a reasonable turnover. Absolutely. Because they're generally working themselves out of a job Mm. in a reasonable frame of time. Mm. Um, Now, good coaches also retain a percentage of their clients for quite a long time because those clients are then working on the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's only true for maybe 20% of clients. Sure. Sure um and you know our our experiences are probably similar in that regard where you have some stayers mm-hmm. and then you have some people who come and they get what they need in 6 to 12 months and they go and that's great we high five that was awesome and then there's the people that sign on and after 6 or 8 weeks it's like <laughs> one of the one or the other either the coach or the client is going to go nah, i don't think this is really what i had in mind
1: absolutely and there's nothing wrong with that
0: and that leads me to how do you break up with your coach you say was I'm not I'm not feeling like this is what I had in mind hey
1: What did you have in mind Warwick
0: Yeah I just I thought you'd be more involved in my marriage or mm-hmm. my staff training or I thought there'd be more spreadsheets mm-hmm. or I thought I thought I thought you know expectations aren't matching reality can we have a chat about that and a good coach will go Holy crap uh I'm really sorry yeah let's talk about it and mm-hmm. You know, if we can get it on track, let's keep going. And if not, well, let's shake hands and, and call it a day and chalk it up to experience. How's that sound? Like, that's how it should go. Of
1: course, it should. It really is is uncomfortable. Rejection is uncomfortable. Oh, Whether you're the giver or the receiver, it's not nice, right? But this is part of what a coach does. Part of what they're, they're a big part of the business, big part of your business as a trade business owner is being rejected. Mm. How many quotes do you not win?
0: Yeah. Is your conversion rate 100%? Nah. No. Do you have 100% satisfied, actually happy clients? Nah. No. So it's no different for it's your coach same. or mentor. Like they should expect to get it wrong occasionally. Of course. And And I think it's that humility that makes for great coaches. And I know a bunch of business coaches and some are more humble than others and some <laughs> are a little less so.
1: Don't look at me when you say a little less so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they've, been, they've been sniffing their own fumes, uh, but <laughs> not in that way, Coxie, geez. Um, But yeah, it should just be a simple, hey, I'm not getting value. Can we have a chat about it?
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. This isn't working for me the way I thought it was going to. Can we have a chat?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Let's have a look at it. And if we can figure it out, then, uh, you know, we'll, we'll go from there.
1: Can't we even just say, I'm sorry, I'm breaking up with you?
0: Yeah, you could do that. I think I've shared this on the podcast before that I've done that with a, a, via text message. Another human via text message. That's
1: dreadful. I really I thought more of you.
0: But do you know what? What that's indicative of
1: the level of commitment.
0: Well, also why how people are uncomfortable in saying that to another person. You know, oh, that's it's why horrible. people won't give someone feedback and say, "Actually, you really suck." I thought yeah. you were awesome. Now that I'm paying you and we're working together, you, you're not you're not that good, Warwick. You're all talk. I'm quitting.
1: You're all talk. And I you're think muscle. a
0: lot of us are afraid of doing that. We're afraid of breaking up with them. We're afraid yeah. of leaving the mechanic we've worked with for years or whatever, um, who's been servicing our car for years because we don't. Um, a lot of us we don't want to hurt the other person's feelings.
1: Look, there's a lot of value to that. I understand that, but you're not hurting somebody's feelings. You're hurting your own by sticking somewhere you're not happy.
0: Yeah. So, if, if it's <laughs> you know in your gut, if it's time to break up, of course you do. And so, to say, I'm I'm not feeling the love here. This is not working for me. I'm not getting value. Uh, this is this is not what I expected. And I'd like to move on, please.
1: So, I'm, I don't have a problem with this. Well, that might come as a surprise. Not. Yeah. I don't have a problem with saying, I'm sorry, this isn't working for me. So, I find it uh, probably, perhaps I'm a little unsympathetic towards people that f- find that conversation a real struggle. Mm. The builder finds it a real struggle. Yeah. He was not good at it. He doesn't like it. Still isn't. Yep. In some spheres he's great at it, but for the most part he can't stand it. It's a conflict. That's okay. I do it. I should start a uh, will uh, old break up with you your could coach service. The,
0: the coach <laughs> assassin. Uh,
1: <laughs> the sniper. That wouldn't
0: that wouldn't really sort of reflect well on our business, Coxie. No, it wouldn't. Cause, cause I'd enjoy it. We're kind of coaches too, you
1: know. Well, you might be. <laughs> I'm going to continue uh, to be in Nicole, denial.
0: Nicole Cox is in denial about <laughs> her role as a tradie coach.
1: I'll be a mentor.
0: But it's, it's an interesting point because that conflict avoidance gets people into these cycles where they end up in relationships with customers or coaches or... You know, life partners, Suppliers. and and things just drag on past that point where they should have said something. Yes, and they go around wishing they'd said something sooner, like um, you know, the next day
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: after signing up. So, uh, how do you break up with a coach? You just do. You just tell them, and you know, politely, they'll they'll pull on their big boy or girl panties and they'll get over it. It's a business relationship. Hello. Which, you know, a lot of business relationships end up becoming personal, not that way, but personal relationships. You well,
1: it's true. You become friends. You, yeah. You're invested in what they're doing and, and how they're traveling and you're having conversations on a personal level. You become quite friendly with your clients or with your coach. Mm. Those mm. things are very much quite personal. Same with staff, same with subbies or suppliers or the sales rep that comes out. All of those relationships turn or have a personal element to them.
0: Okay, so I've broken up with my old coach, Coxie, and I've got myself a new one, new oh, pair of socks.
1: They're very comfortable.
0: Now, <laughs> what What do you reckon? And and I've obviously got some ideas because I've got an opinion on everything. You do. But uh, what are some of your ideas on how to how to start the relationship off right? Obviously, we've talked about being open with your coach and and not filtering and all those sorts of things. Uh, but what are some other Aspects of a good client coach relationship?
1: I think it's very much surrendering yourself to the process. So there's a real process at the beginning of a coaching relationship or a mentoring relationship in which I guess you're giving time for that coach or mentor to understand you and your business. If you don't surrender yourself to that process and you're a little stiff or jagged or uncomfortable through it, well, you might be uncomfortable, but mm. you know, if, if, if you're a little objective to that process, it makes it really hard for your coach or mentor to be able to service you and your business. I think that it's really important that you have your, this is so basic, but get your book work up to date before you employ your coach because they need to be able to see your figures and understand where you're tracking within your business. Yeah. Yep. I don't know about you. I do know about you. I know a lot about you, but. <laughs> Too much sometimes. I, so yes. Well, given our lunchtime conversation, most <laughs> definitely. But we, so often you will onboard a new client and they don't have their book work. And that's part of the problem, I suppose, part of the reason you're there. Sure. that Book work is a long way from being up to date. Yeah. So, I think it's um, some really basic things like having that up to date, being honest and open, surrendering yourself to that process. I think you need to be quite cautious about the decision you make in the first place before you've even taken that coach on board. Mm. So, for me, that involves spending some time with them, getting to know them, making sure I'm comfortable with their language. I can see I haven't... Chalked up any more wank words. No, oh,
0: you've borderlined a couple. <laughs> <laughs> but just understanding that I'm afraid they're the right of the fit confrontation. For me. <laughs> Oh, Warwick. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And uh, I mean, how many times have we seen business owners that put on a mentor or a coach or join a program and they don't have financials up to date they don't Mm. even have an accounting system Mm. uh you know they just don't have the fundamentals in place and and look depending on the program you might be joining up to get those things put into place because you don't know and you want to do it right Uh, but i think most people know that they need to keep reasonable financial records Mm. and and that can save you a lot of money it'd be like uh I don't know, I can't think of an example, which is unusual for me, but, um, <laughs> but, but if you've got those things in place, it saves you money, it speeds up the process. Yes. Uh, you know what, it'd be like going to your accountant with a box of invoices and receipts and stuff each year to do your tax. Mm-hmm. They charge a lot more than a bookkeeper. Mm-hmm. So if you get, your, get a bookkeeper to sort out your bookkeeping first and then go to the accountant, that's actually going to be a lot more efficient and economically viable. And I suppose with coaches and mentors, they'll they'll spend the time with you to help you get those things up to date. But mm. you're burning time with that's your mentor right. and your coach, yes. which could be spent on the higher level stuff. Yes. So, yeah, I think that's a really good point. Um, even stuff like, you know, terms and conditions mm-hmm. and… Uh, contracts and um, quote uh, acceptances and some of the things that we talk about in the Trade Desk, which is really our way of getting people ready for that next step in their business.
1: Mm, It's the fundamentals. Yeah,
0: and you can do a lot of that yourself, which is why we created the Trade Desk, Mm -hmm. because I I think a mistake some clients do make is they're all G'd up and it's like, I'm going to make this year better and I'm going to get myself a business coach and they go sign up with someone because they they buy the hype and in actual fact, after they sign up, they find out that, holy crap, I'm not ready for this. (laughs) And so Coxie and I created the trade desk for exactly that reason, is to get you ready for that stage where having a coach or a mentor or being in a mastermind group is actually a good match for you, rather than you spending a whole bunch of money and not really being positioned to take full advantage of that. And I think that's where a, a, a reasonable amount of disgruntlement is mm. that a word? Should I chalk that one up to a wank word? No, I think it'll do. A lot, a
1: I'll lot of slide. a lot
0: of crankiness, crankiness. from. Uh, you know, former clients of, mm. of coaches and mentors comes from is they just weren't they weren't set up to take full advantage of that. And mm. to be honest, their coach probably should have told them that.
1: Hello, so can we get to the hype?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well I'm dissing on business coaches here. Here
1: comes the segue <laughs> into the hype, right? Yep. I don't I don't do the hype. I know you don't do the hype. Yes, we're, we're here to sell ourselves and what we're able to do and help you with in your business for sure. Mm. But those one day really exciting, <laughs> you know, let's rah, rah, where's my pom-poms? As soon as I'll lift teach you everything you need As soon to know, as you lift your
0: hands above your shoulders, you know you're in trouble. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. Yeah, crowd goes wild. That's, oh, look, those <laughs> sessions are there to teach you all these things that you don't know about being in business so that you create panic. Mm-hmm. You leave there feeling panicky and think, oh my God, I have to sign up or my business will fail. Yeah. It's not necessarily true. Well,
0: you've been you've been hanging in there for the last seven years. Hello. So why is this week any different? Hello. Now, the caveat on that, Coxie, is sometimes people get to a stage where they're ready to change, right? Of course. And humans seem to take a while to get to that point. We take a while to get to that threshold where it's like, you know what? That's it. I've had enough of this. I'm sick and tired of no cash flow, of staff issues, of arguing with my partner about all this stuff. I'm ready to do something. Mm -hmm. And I think it's the something that is the key Uh, difference here is we see a lot of people sadly... Get a bit caught up in the rah-rah <laughs> and, and maybe aren't as judicious in their choice of who is actually the best fit for me, what what program is right for me because, mm. um, you know, it all sounds great in the brochure but when you turn up at the airport and you've just landed in the middle of a third world country, it's like, this isn't exactly what was in the brochure. Where's the sandy beach? <laughs> like oh, the last tsunami washed that away.
1: It's unfortunate isn't um how many people were contacted. I said um you can chalk that up to anything. Yeah, now we're even. Uh, it's amazing how many people were contacted by who say I wish I had found what you're doing before I signed up to XYZ. Generally mm. in the order of tens tens of thousands. I'm stumbling on all my words today. Can I today. give you another one?
0: another tally point just no. for being tongue-tied?
1: No. For Tens of thousands of dollars over a 12-month period. Yeah. So, you as the consumer, as the client, as the person who's looking to employ, need mm. to do some really good research. Take away the hype.
0: Yeah. It is a bit of that buyer beware. And I think I think taking on a coach or a mentor should be seen a little more like buying a property where you do a bit of due diligence or buying a business. You do some mm. due diligence. And... I'm sure a lot of people do this before signing on, and that's great and and i'm I'm in no way dissing on everybody else out there in the market that's offering oh gosh, services no. to business owners no, no. Uh, and
1: even some of those rah-rah ones are actually really good well it's
0: it's right thing right time correct yeah you know, the right tool at the right time on the right job mm-hmm. and i I we just see a number of tradies. and look we see a fair bit of conversation about this in the tradies in business group on facebook uh so yes we are stalking all of you that are in that group <laughs> <laughs> but, but coxie and i do notice um some of the conversations in there and it makes me really sad because we are coaches and mentors and we do have products that we think are awesome at moving you from one point in your evolution of a trade business to another and unfortunately. Sometimes we pick out the wrong pair of shoes and, and make a mistake, you know, and they just don't fit. It was the wrong pair of sneakers at the wrong stage of the journey. I'm mashing all my analogies up. I'm going to give myself a point for, for mixing up my analogies here. Thank you. Uh, We're so back to 3-2. Three, two. Three, two. So <laughs> but, uh, you know, go to the rah day and get all g up and excited. But if that's the first time you've seen said company… yes maybe maybe it's worth doing some digging and checking yes. out the social proof and having a look at what sorts of businesses they work with and what sorts of results they've got and what sort of reviews they have. You know, the same way you would do if you were buying a car. You wouldn't um, just drive past the yard, sorry, Coxie, no, okay. and go, whoa, look at that black dual cab. That that's, looks sick. That's it. And walk in and say, hey, man, how much for the black dual cab? And he goes, 47 grand, dude, drive away. It's like, great, I'll take it. Yeah. What's the brand again? It's an L D V. Oh, it doesn't matter, I'll take it anyway. <laughs> right? You do some research. Like, so, yeah. oh, these things are made in where are they made? I don't even know where they're made, I Thailand or something. Don't
1: know. Anyway.
0: Get A to all the L D V drivers. <laughs> but but you know, a lot of people buy them because they go, you know what? It's the money that I save, I'm okay with the quality and the yes. warranty issues yes, and that yes. sort of stuff. And that's a that's going into it with your eyes open. And sadly, I think the stories we hear, Coxie, are from the people who they did sniff the fumes at the door and they went into the auditorium and they waved their hands in the air and they heard all these amazing stories. And you know what, gang? It's still marketing.
1: It is marketing. It's, um, perhaps this is why we see too many trade business owners not prepared to put on a coach. I think so. They see all the marketing, they see all the hype and the rah-rah and the pom-poms at the events <laughs> and they stop and they think, that ain't my back.
0: Yeah. And and it's not just trade businesses we're talking about. Oh, you no, know, Some gosh, of these no. Some of these programs and, and Coxy and I have been to some over the years. I know I've been to a <laughs> hell of a lot and spent <laughs> lots and lots of money yes. uh, doing ready-for-air quotes, professional <laughs> development. Um, and, you know, some of them I've, I've sort of uh, – Woken up the next day and gone. "Uh, How much did I spend on that? Mm. Did I really get anything out of it? And the classic are some of these one-day events that are free, and they have a headline speaker, and I won't mention any names, uh, but you know they have a big name, often from a country outside of Australia, uh, and then there's you know half a dozen other speakers, and you get all this amazing value. And guess what? Everyone's doing on stage all day until you get to hear from the main person. They're all flogging their programs.
1: They're just selling you this stuff.
0: And I sit there sometimes and I go along to some of them because there's some interesting information, but I see the number of people signing up to things and mm. it's the first time they've heard about options trading and they're signing up to a $2,500 options trading program that's going to you know, help you retire in three weeks. <laughs> and I just think, oh, geez, I hope you've done your research. And they haven't. I hope that's the right, on the, hype. the right tool for the right job at the right time. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's, I guess, the other way to make sure you get the most out of your coach is Pick the right one by doing your research. You know, ask around, talk to them, have a couple of meetings. Uh, you shouldn't just be able to sign up on the day. I I don't think anyone can do enough research in that.
1: I agree. I'm not big on, it's not something we'll, well, the option will always be there, of course. But for us, as much as it is important for the client to get value from the coach, it's important for us as coaches and mentors, 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 less coaching, more mentors, <laughs> <laughs> is to make sure that the client's the right fit for us. Yeah. I can't add value to your business if we clash or you're not in the right space or I'm just not the right, but my style doesn't work for you. Yeah. I can't add value to your business. Yeah, I see that as a personal failure. I'm yep. not going to take you on, but what I will do is help you find the right person for you because there's plenty of fish in the sea and there'll be somebody out there that walks the right walk and talks the right talk.
0: Oh, Ooh, you, you had to slow down I there, but you got it right. I was it. nearly going to give you a point.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, for you, in your business, in your journey and where you're at. That's, yeah. that's really important to me. It's not just sign up and go, sure, you can jump in and you can sign up and we're going to still have a meeting to make sure we all fit.
0: So I'm going to move on to another point that I want to make about how to get the most out of your mentor. Your you <laughs> moch, you, or your kentor. Can we combine coach and mentor somehow? Why not? Coach or. Anyway, can get the most out of the person who's meant to be helping you mm-hmm. is involve more than just yourself. So, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, if you if you've got uh staff or team, whatever mm. you want to call them. If you have got employees, find ways to involve them in the process. Even if they're involved in sessions. I love it when clients actually say, "Hey, well, could my senior tech sit in on a couple of sessions with us?" Like, "Yeah, that's awesome." Mm. And and that has a multiple mm. a, mul- a multitude of benefits. You get a point. Uh, um, why? Because I use multitude? Yes. Or benefits? <laughs> All right. So that's got a bunch of extra, extra value in it. Another point. Uh, because I'm not putting that down. Um, because I said the word bunch, that's okay. But, uh, the employee feels good cuz they're involved in the process yes. the mentor is going to be able to work with you better because they're getting first hand knowledge they're influencing that person directly instead yes. through you as the business yes. owner who's probably going to filter it and make a meal of it anyway mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> so getting getting team involved is a really good way to get more out of your mentors um, if you've got a life partner a spouse this uh, is so important whatever the heck you want to call them these days they should be involved, at least in the early stages.
1: Even if they're not part of your business, they need to be involved.
0: Absolutely. Because I,
1: regardless of whether you feel they're part of your business or not, they really are.
0: They are. They're in the background.
1: Most certainly.
0: Watching what you're doing and wondering about the money you're shuffling out the door to this person. It's mm-hmm. like, how much is that costing us?
1: <laughs> how many times have we heard that? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> how much are you paying them? And yet when they come in and have How a come session, come it's so like, still? oh, I understand now. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Yep. And the, and your
0: life partner will have a unique perspective on the business and on you as the business owner mm-hmm. and what actually is going on rather than what you think is going on. <laughs> yes. So involving those people, I think, is a really, really important part of getting more out of your mentors.
1: So this is probably the appropriate time in which we tell everyone about our stadium tour <laughs> <laughs> where there will be pom-poms and rah-rah. Hang on,
0: is this the marketing? Are we, are this we, is, is this the, the sales pitch, Coxie? This is,
1: it is the most boring, crappiest sales pitch you've ever heard. <laughs> we're doing a regional tour. And we're calling it, calling it our stadium tour.
0: Regional stadium tour. <laughs> Only
1: because we want to do it kind of like, uh, what are they? What's he, oh, I've forgotten their names now.
0: The two idiots and, that yeah, have yeah, done yeah. the Gap Year thing. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Hamish Hamish and Andy. Andy. yeah yep. I'll I'll be even. Watch TV and I know who Hamish and Andy They're are. so funny. You're going to be Hamish.
1: Well, I'm funnier than you.
0: Right, okay. I'll just have a tooth knocked out.
1: Probably. That
0: was Andy, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You'll be the
1: butt of all the jokes.
0: That's okay. I usually am. <clears throat> mm. So, perfect role. Uh, what did someone call us the other day? Torval and, Torval and <laughs> Dean. <laughs>
1: I love that. I
0: can't ice skate for crap.
1: I've never tried.
0: Oh, I hurt myself so bad.
1: We're going to do it on the stadium tour. No, I'm not ice skating on the stadium tour. Rollerblades. If I've got to hop in a van with you and travel around Australia, (laughs) we're going ice skating.
0: Good thing it's summer. (laughs) Anyway, so we're going to do a regional stadium tour, uh, aka a bunch of tradey barbecues and stuff.
1: It's just an opportunity (laughs) to come and hang out with us. There'll be no sales pitch.
0: But uh, we want to get out and meet you. We Our do. listeners. We do, we do. We, we see all these downloads. And it's like, who are these people?
1: <gasps> I want to put a face to the name and remember yeah, yeah. every single name and you can test us at the end.
0: And and Coxie and I have got some big plans for this year. We're, uh, you know, we, we've are we built some new products, um, ways that you can get yourself ready for a mentor, really. Absolutely. So, you know, tradies love a bit of DIY. Oh, So, do. so we're uh, creating some more ways you can DIY your business growth. Um, but, you know, also if, if you feel like you're ready to take the next step and – and uh, uh, oh, how many wank words can I use in one sentence here? You're going to get a point for everyone. Launch your business to the next level and break through all the barriers that you feel you've That's been constrained 20. by. It's
1: just horrible. I won. You are, you're turning everybody off.
0: Anyway, if you're ready to get serious about shit um, and you want someone from outside your business to give you a poke in the eye once in a while and uh, steer you in the right direction, then we can do that too. We can. So there you go. There's our crappy sales pitch. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is why we don't have. We more really, customers. <laughs> I know, right? We do need to work
1: on this, but we're authentic. Well, this is who we are.
0: Coxie and I can't stand all the bullshit. No, and it doesn't so, help you. Although this is a slow burn for us, we want to do it differently. Yeah, we do. Uh, we don't want the rah rah and all the the fume sniffing stuff. I,
1: can, I, I might just get some pom poms though.
0: You can do the pom poms i wear the little skirt and the tank top <laughs> That's thing.
1: That's fair to say you would. <laughs> the pleated skirt. You so totally would. <laughs> You've done it before. I do
0: my own ironing so I could iron all the box pleats in my skirt. You could. Yeah, I even know what a box pleat is.
1: I, I, I am a little impressed no, but I'm not surprised. Man is
0: now going to want to work with me. <laughs> 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 hey, if you know what a box pleat is, hit us on the Facebook page. <laughs>
1: Please do, tradies in business. <laughs> Just search the groups in Facebook. Well, come and hit up our website. We've got so much good stuff on the website.
0: Yeah, there's there's heaps of free stuff on there. Mm. Uh, there's podcast episodes like this. Ding, ding, ding. The blog is busy, so there's blog, blog posts busy. going up. Uh, we've got some partners and where We're, we're uh, talking to some new ones uh, at the moment that we're bringing on board. So we're just trying to bring value to you and your trade business, basically, mm. and um, help you get as good at the business stuff as you are at your trade.
1: Oh, that was really smooth. I know. That could almost be sales I'm
0: just going to launch myself straight to 100 points for wank words.
1: You are all over them.
0: Oh, dear. Anyway, if you have a story of working with a coach or mentor, good, bad or ugly, if you are a coach or mentor and you're listening to this. Sorry. G'day. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And if you're feeling guilty, Good yes uh, but yeah if, if you've got a story as a client uh, good bad or indifferent share it with us we'd love to hear it we want to get we more would. feedback from those of you who are yes, you know maybe you've please. done a program over the years it was awesome uh, and you want to share some of those tips with uh, the rest of our listeners and community yes tell us what you yeah um, we want to get more of that information out there and help more of you actually stop stop busting your asses for no reason
1: absolutely more right. time with the fam
0: Speaking of ass busting. It's time um, to go. We should probably sign off. Mm.
1: Bye. You've been
0: listening to the Tradies and Business podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business and other cool stuff
1: at tradiesinbusiness.com.au.